Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. This is episode number 12. Today is Tuesday. We're talking about our PTSD book club and we're going to be talking about the book The One Thing by Gary Keller and how that relates to PTSD. So just as a quick intro before we get started, this episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by my Broken to Unbreakable program which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So if you're struggling with PTSD or CPTSD, for one, you're in the right place. For two, I got your back, right? We believe in you. The first thing we always want to say is that it's possible to heal. There's a path to healing. Um, if you need some help, reach out. This is what I do. So I'm a PTSD and CPTSD recovery coach. And again, I run that program. And we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end. But for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kayleen, and I had CPTSD for over 15 years, and now I no longer do. And this lovely man over to my right is... Brad Shipke. I forget that. I'm always supposed to say my name. Brad Shipke. And I am her significant other and was there every step of the way through her PTSD journey. So the cool thing is that you always get our two perspectives on things, which is awesome and very unique. It is very unique. And the whole reason that we do... This show, this PTSD TV, this, this, we're, we're doing it weekly now. We're doing um, actually five a week now. And the whole reason, right, is because when we were struggling, there was nothing out there like this. There was no one talking about relationships, about the books to read, about help, mm -hmm. about hope, about, um, you know, actions to do, actions to take, answering questions. There was no one who had been there who was reaching back out um, to have a, a guiding hand. So over the years, mm -hmm. we've learned a lot. And yeah. we're here to share it with you all and bring positivity and light and something you'll never hear us be um, negative or talk about stuff that we, we, we our goal is to make you feel good. We'll say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're never going to come here and feel bad. We want to make you feel hopeful. We want to give you some actions and we want to we want to get you rock and rolling on your healing journey. Yeah. And help you believe that you can do it because you can do it. You'll never hear from us that you can't do it, that it's impossible, that you just have to accept it. Like some of your therapists might be telling you. You can do it. We got your back. But I'm super, super duper excited for today's episode because this is our second episode of our PTSD book club. And what book are we talking about today? So today Kayleen? we're talking about The One Thing by Gary Keller. So Gary Keller is a um, real estate agent. He started the um, Keller Williams brokerage. Yep. So The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results by Gary Keller, Keller and Jay Papson. So number one, Wall Street Journal bestseller. So this is a great book. And Amazing. something I guess we just should say right out the gate, we were just talking about this before we began here, is that we always keep an open mind to everything, right? And so that that's something that really helped us on our he healing journey. Mm -hmm. And that's something that helps all of my clients, right? Is keeping an open mind. And so the reason that I say that is because this isn't about PTSD, right? Mm -hmm. This whole book, you're like Keller Williams, that's a real estate. Like how does that have to do with PTSD? Yeah. And we're going to we're going to tell you that and we're going to show you but you know it's a book on on productivity and mm -hmm. success and focus and we're going to relate that and how this was important in our own healing journey in our mm -hmm. own process, but that's something we always keep in mind is is we're always looking for things that are not necessarily within our um I guess niche so to speak, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. important to keep an open mind about everything. So this is kind of intriguing, right? Even yeah. for me now, it's like, ah, oh, this is so cool yeah, that it's yeah. not like written by, you know, like Dr. Shapiro, we're going to review her book or someone who's had PTSD, but it is still so important. It's super important. That's the one thing that a lot, the one thing <laughs> that a lot of people don't like to do. They don't like to, um, they judge things before they go in and try to learn some more things, but like you always have to be keeping an open mind. And that was one of the 
key things that allowed us to keep growing and keep moving through everything that we faced with our PTSD, you know? Yeah. It was like constantly looking for answers, whatever that answer was. It's like, you got to look in every single, every, everywhere, everywhere. And you try to find people who are qualified to help you with that. Um, but one, one thing that I love is, um, yesterday Kayleen posted a video about Louis Zamperini. And if you don't know him, Mm -hmm. he was a world war II veteran, um, prisoner of war in Japan. And went through some like really, really horrible stuff. They made a movie about him. Unbroken, he made a movie. Yeah. Think, right? Two movies. Yep. Two movies. Yep. Two movies. The first one was about like his experience as a POW. And the second one was actually about um, his experience with PTSD, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Very cool. Um, and how he was able to recover. Um, but his, his like epiphany or how he was able to heal was he found God. He found religion. Right. And like a lot of people hear that you probably or maybe you. Maybe. Like, um, we're like, Oh, like God. And you just like felt like something in your, um, body just like tighten up and like, Oh, that like, that's just like, you just automatically judge it. You automatically dis- discredit it. And I'm not telling you to believe in God, but the truth is Louis Zamperini healed his PTSD, right? It doesn't matter how that happened. If you don't believe in God, he still healed his PTSD. And you want to ask yourself, how did he do it? You don't want to let any barriers get in your way of the truth or the answer. Right? That's really important. And that's a huge one. Religion is a huge one. And like we look at we look at Buddhism, we look at um all everything, all right? Sex. Just we look for like what's going to work, what's going to work, what's what's going right. to work, right? What's we look at business books, we look people. at everything. Self-help books. We look at we obviously look at PTSD recovery books. We look at everything across the board. And we look for anything and everything that's going to work and push us forward. And that's a huge key. It's like you don't want to let anything stop you because it doesn't matter. Right? Like religion, right. like okay, well, he still healed his PTSD. Don't you, aren't you curious about how he did that or like the, what he was, what he was like thinking about and feeling. Right. And what were the things that he went through and the lessons that he learned in the mental process. Yeah. So that's why we, like, you may be looking like the one thing that doesn't have anything to do with PTSD, but yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Everything does really. Right. Yeah. Like Brad's saying, like we pull from every single area and right in regards to Louis Zamperini. Right. And you know, like, it, you know, whether, whether he or you or anyone thinks that literally God put his hand on him and was like, okay, you're healed. Something went on. Right. So, right, so like right. Brad was saying his body, his mind, his thoughts changed. So like you, you, you want to be looking for like that moment, right. Whether it was God or he just saw yeah. a really cute dog and was like, dang, I feel great now. Right. Okay. So like <laughs> whatever it was, something happened and that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people do shut down around the, um, the religion and, yeah. you know, it, 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 it's just it, silly. It's a silly thing to do when it, you really take a step back. You're like, Oh, yeah. that's, that's really kind of dumb. So it's important. One of the things, one of our kind of like principles as, uh, as individuals and as, as a team is, um, and this is something that you actually can read on Amazon's website. So people who are successful have the tendency to do this and that is disconfirm your beliefs. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so even if I'm not a Christian or I'm not actually sure what he was a Christian, right? Louis. Yeah. Yeah. He was Christian. So even if I don't believe in Christianity, even if I don't believe in Jesus, there's something there. Right. And I'm going to disconfirm that belief. Right. I personally don't believe you know, like in, in what happened in that, like God was like, Oh, you Louis Zamperini are healed. Right. So I'm not sure what happened, but I'm going to find out. I'm not going to shut down and be like, Oh, well that guy's a nut job. Yeah. That guy's crazy. I'm going to be like, okay, but what did happen? Yeah. And I don't know. Was it, was it the hand of God? Right. So Mm. like always disconfirming your beliefs is really important. Yeah. But there were a few things that we discovered that he did. 
Um, we're not going to talk about that today because I think we're going to actually review his book at some point, um, which we'll talk about then. But um, I think it's time mm-hmm. to dive right on into The One Thing by Gary Keller. Amazing, amazing book. Um, I've read it multiple times and it's helped me at different different points in my life. Um, but yeah, you want to just dive right on in? Yeah, so we can just dive in. So we'll just do a quick overview here. So what we're going to be talking about um, today is... Number one, figuring out what's most important and giving it your undivided attention. Number two, the four thieves to progress. And number three, the focusing question. So again, when we read these books, they're so much good. And like Brad said, they help in a lot of different areas and a lot of different points in our life. Um, But we try to take kind of our our three biggest, the things that we think, the three things that we think will make the most impact and... um, I guess, I guess that's it. Like the, yeah, the, biggest the three things that make the biggest impact in your life. So number one, figure out what's most important and give it your undivided attention, right? So Gary Keller, what he's talking about is, is the one thing, right? This mm-hmm. whole book is about one thing and that's yep. basically to find your one thing, which we'll talk about in a second, but figure out what's most important in your life. So like, what do you think is the most important thing in, in anyone's life? What's the most important thing? The yeah. one thing? The one thing. Mm. Happiness? Happiness, maybe like mental health, physical health. Yeah. Right? If you don't but have... But yeah, because that, that all ties into kind of like happiness, mm-hmm. right? I guess that's probably like the North Star, the thing that you're aiming for, right? right? Because like that kind of encompasses everything. Like how... Oh, then you have to ask, okay, how do I become happy? It's like, well... Right. My, my mind needs to be good. My body needs to be good. Right. My finances need to be good. My relationship with you need to be good. Right. My social life need to be good. I feel like need to be good is becoming like a song. I should probably sample that and make a song. <laughs> out of that. Um, but yeah, I guess happiness, right? So like, but then, yeah. So like mental health, right? Because like that, that is what I definitely think is like the most important thing for anything. Because if you're mentally strong, if you're mentally healthy, then, you know, you're going to be able to provide for the people in your life. That's something Mm -hmm. we talk very highly about. You're going to be happy because you're going to be in tune with yourself. You're going to be able to have the physical self that you want, right? The Mm -hmm. physical health that you want um, because you're going to have the right mindset. You're going to have the right right beliefs. You're going to have the right kind of inner peace and calm. And so that, I think, is like for anyone ever across the world, across the globe, is the the mental aspect is so important because, and, and you've said this before to me, which I think is really interesting. You said, you know, if you, you know, didn't have your body, would you still be you? Right? Like if something changed in your body, would you still be you? Like if you had six fingers instead of five Mm -hmm. or one instead of five, (laughs) um, (laughs) would you still be you? What would change about you? You know? And I think that's really important is that, is. is that aspect, that mental, like me in here, I'm in here. The whole, all yeah, of me is yeah. in here. And if you put this into another body, I would still be me, right? If you put this into a robot or a, a synthetic body, I would still be me. Right. So I think that is, is the one thing. It is. It is. And if you think about it, like in order to be happy, the one thing you need to do to be happy is get your mind right. Get your, cause everything, like she said, starts in your brain, Right. Mm-hmm. You take in all this data with your, um, with your senses, you see your, uh, sense of sight, smell, taste, touch everything. And that all goes into your brain and then you analyze it and that controls your actions and that controls your life. Mm-hmm. So what you think, everything, like you never, you never do something without thinking about it, either right. consciously or unconsciously. Every action you take 
starts in your mind first. So everything that changes your life, every action that changes your life starts in your brain. So that is the one thing that is where everything starts. And that's, that's where like you need to put your, so like the, the, the first thing that we're talking about here is figure out what's most important and give it your undivided attention. So what is undivided attention? Undivided attention, right? Is we have to think about what is divided attention, right? And then you think about multitasking and different things and doing all these different things. That's kind of like the whole premise of the book is like you, you find your one thing and then you give it your undivided attention, right? Mm -hmm. So you find your one thing. We've already determined that it's like your mind, your mindset, your mental health. Um, and you focus and you focus on it, right? You focus on it every day. And that's another thing he talks about is like, you need to spend time on it every single day, improving the one thing. Right. 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 And the one thing being your mental health and give it your undivided attention. Like you're not like trying to do a million, million things at once. It's like you get rid of the distractions and that could be like, what? That could oh be my like gosh. everything is a distraction. Random, yeah. So your phone, your computer, like literally inputs on your wall, right? Your television, yeah. the people in your life. We're not saying get rid of them like it, it, forever, right? We're just saying like when you take time to focus on you, when you take whatever you take a day, right? Which is really important, which is something we talk highly about. You need to make time for yourself and it's not going to hurt anyone else. But when you take that time for you, no distractions, right? So step away, slip away, no sound, right? No inputs, nothing. No, no TV playing no in the background. No people that are going to knock on the door and interrupt you. Say, tell everyone, like, I yeah. need 20 minutes, whatever it is. I need my focus completely on me. Do not distract me. And no one is going to get hurt in that 20 minutes. No, I promise no. you. <laughs> and they're going to, they're going to do their own thing and it, 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 it's okay. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and people are not going to get hurt. They're actually going to get better because this is the one thing that improves literally every part of your life. And that's really important. Yeah. So I think that kind of blends well into the second point. And we're talking mm -hmm. about the four thieves of thieves of progress. Mm -hmm. So the four, this is really, really interesting. So the four thieves of this progress is, is number one, the inability to say no. Number two, the fear of chaos Number three, poor health habits. And number four, environment doesn't support your goals. So for number one, inability to say no, mm -hmm. right? So that's like, we'll use that same example. Like you need 20 minutes to work on yourself every day, undivided, right? That's your one thing. And that's kind of what Gary Keller talks about throughout this book mm -hmm. um, in, in a more business sense. And he wants you to spend a lot more time on it, which we'll talk about later. But yeah. um, your inability to say no. So you know, if you set 20 minutes aside in the morning, right, just 20 minutes mm -hmm. is not going to hurt anyone, right? And you are, have the plan to focus on yourself, to meditate, to whatever you're going to do in those 20 minutes to heal, to get better, to relax. And, you know, your husband, your wife, your spouse, your kid, your brother, your sister calls and they say, hey, you know, can I come over for breakfast? Or, um, hey, I forgot my shoes at home, can you run them over or whatever, whatever it is. Hey, will you make me a drink? Will you make me breakfast? Will you, whatever right, it is. Right. And you don't say no. So that's a thief to your progress, right? So that's the first thief to your progress. You say, okay, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. I'll go do that instead of my, my 20 minutes, right. Instead yeah. of my one thing, rather than saying, I, you know, I can help you out later, but right now I'm, I'm, I'm booked, right. I'm doing, I have a right, meeting right. with myself. So that's really important. Yeah. How about, the inability to say no to yourself. 
the inability to say no to your own desires, to your own urges. Mm-hmm. Right. So like when, let's say like, one, really like the one. same, the same example in the morning, um, let's say you want to take 20 minutes. Let's say you want to wake up 20 minutes earlier. Well, let's say 30 minutes cause it's going to take you a little longer <laughs> to get ready and get out of bed. Um, but you want to wake up 30 minutes earlier, but you have that desire to sleep the extra 30 minutes. It's like, you have to have the inability to say no to that desire so you can do your one thing or like, Oh, like that urge to go watch, to binge watch another season of nurse Jackie on Netflix. Oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say no to that. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a whole different thing. Cause that's, that's almost like an addiction. It's like, you just say, but you only need to say no to that a few times before, before it gets before out of your gone. system. Um, but that's a huge one. That's like, that's, that's like discipline. That's the core of everything. And like, if you can't say no to yourself, right? Cause that's all in your head too. That's like you need really... to be able to say no to you and to your desires be like, Nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Cause I, I mean, a lot of people like me, like I was alone, you know, I didn't have to say no to other people. Right. Um, I had to say no to myself. I had to say, Nope, don't eat the ice cream. Nope. <laughs> don't, don't press play on that next, mm-hmm. that next episode. Nope. nope. Don't, don't, Shut uh, it down. don't play another game. Nope. Don't sleep in. Right. Yep. Don't sleep in. And that's a really Keep important no. part. And uh, honestly, for a lot of people who are at least younger, right? Maybe without families or mm-hmm. living alone. That is that is the the person that you need to say no to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's something I kind of forget. Right. Just I mean, right, I don't right. live alone. Right. Um, but and that, that's something that I've just ingrained in my life already. Yeah. Right. So I'm like. Uh, Sometimes yeah. like displaced from that so much, which is good for me, but right, that's a right. great perspective. And yeah. that, that is really important. Yeah, yeah. You need to say no to yourself, your urges, your desires to, um, to do, to engage in negative things or to kind of skip those things. Yeah. Say no to like, um, distractions. Like if a notification pops up, you got to put on airplane mode, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to be able to, um, basically I, I think like you need to make no, you know, you, you do need to make no like your kind of almost default setting for yourself because like when you're starting from that low point it's like you want to do all these destructive things that's just those mm-hmm. are where your urges go and like yeah. you have to be like nope 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 i'm not going to do any of those things i'm going to focus on this one thing that is going to get me the biggest results in my life and make the biggest changes in my life and that is so important like building that that habit to say no to yourself and right. everything around you yeah you're totally yeah. right and that is such a super, super important thing. Yeah. That's awesome. But first you have to become aware of what you need to say no to. That's a whole nother right. level of thinking, building that awareness of like those urges, right? So you have to first become aware of the urges and then say no to the urges. And then I think that kind of blends, right? Like saying no blends into the second one, right? Which is fear of chaos. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, they say, well, if I take time for myself, I, you know, I have to take care of my kids. I have to take care of my husband. I have to get to work. I have to do all these things, right? So they're afraid that if they take a little bit of time, if they say no to those things, that kind of chaos is going to break. Everything's just going to fall apart. Everything's going to fall apart. And we always tell people, you know, nobody gets hurt. Actually, everybody gets better, but nobody gets hurt when you take that time for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. When you take 20 minutes away from your kid, your husband, your job, right? Whatever it is, uh, Netflix, right? Nobody's going to get hurt. It's not going to break out in chaos. And that's really important. Mm -hmm. And a, a big barrier for a lot of people, especially people with children, right? They're, they're, terrified that if they take a little bit of time Mm -hmm. if they focus on themselves if they they just internalize right yeah that 
everything's going to go downhill and, and it yeah. won't, it won't. Yeah. Cause like as a parent, you're just like, I want to provide everything that I possibly can for my kid. And I always want to be there for them, but like, you're not being there by not taking care of yourself. And like, it goes back. Okay. What's the one thing, right? right? What's the one thing that will make the biggest difference on your life is your mental health and your mindset and everything that goes on in your brain. You always have to bring back. What's the one thing? What's the one thing that's, that's going to make everything better. Your mindset's going to make your relationships better. Your relationship with your kids better. Your health better. Everything is literally going to get better. Everything. You are at the center and your mind is at the center. So, like, it, it's... <laughs> the funny thing is, like, it, 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 it doesn't even go to chaos. Everything just gets better. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. just a fear that you have. It's like, I'm, I'm afraid that all these things are just going to fall apart. My life's going to fall apart. I'm not going to have time to do these things. But like most of the time too, you have so much time, Mm -hmm. so much time that you're not taking advantage of. Right. So like the fear of chaos of everything falling apart, are you not spending enough time with your kids or something to take some time with you? It's like, I guarantee you're, you're like, you're wasting more time watching Netflix, like instead of where you could be spending time with your kids or be spending time, quality time with someone you love or anything. Right. Like there's, that's what people say. They say like, Oh, I don't have time for this, but you have time for Netflix, but you have time for video games. It's like, Oh, but I need to relax. But like, really? Do you like what's important in your life is is relaxing more important than your mental health. Right. You know, like it's, it's, it's silly. It's, and it's important. Right. And uh, and speaking of kind of people with kids and it's hard for them, but it's a perspective shift. So you have to think like, you know, when, when we talk to a lot of people with kids uh, and we spoke to someone in town actually recently Mm -hmm. that it was, you know, we were saying, well, if you take a little bit of time every night to work yeah, on yourself, yeah. you know, everything gets better, right? What Brad is just saying here. And, you know, what she said was, well, I don't want to take time to work on myself. I'd rather be with my kid. I'd rather work on them. I'd rather focus on them. I'd rather grow that relationship there. Hmm. And, you know, the question is then, you know, have you ever watched a TV show? Have you ever watched an episode of Netflix? Right. And so why did you choose to watch an episode of Netflix instead of grow that relationship with them? And that is kind of the point that is being made is like you're not choosing you over them. You can choose both. Right. And so you're not saying I'm putting me above everything and I'm never going to focus on my kids. Like, forget it. Right. Right. You're not saying that. What you're saying is I'm going to take this time for me so I can be better for right, them. Right. right. And so when I do go to, to grow that relationship, I can be there. Right. So take the episode out of Netflix, right. Take the, right. the YouTube scrolling, the Facebook scrolling, make time for yourself so that when you are with your kids, especially parents, especially you can be there and you can provide at the highest level. Yeah. And so I think yeah. that's important, which kind of leads into our third point, right? The, the third thief is poor health habits. So mm-hmm. mental and physical, right? Yeah. Um, and this is a big one and this is definitely one that you find really affects you. So, so, so food is a big one, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. And when we definitely were at a low point, right? You always talk about eating tubs of ice cream and (laughs) I definitely housed quite a few Snickers bars. (laughs) So, you know, some hidden musk, three musketeers bars around the house. Right. So basically tell me about, (laughs) I did, I told them years after but basically (laughs) you know also they were in a really good place (laughs) but they um you know your health habits right and this also bleeds into the the fourth point which is you know your environment but 
keeping yourself healthy physically and mentally is important, right? So yeah. if you're not physically and mentally healthy, it's a thief to your progress. So that's what we're talking about here, thief to your progress. Yeah. So if you're, you know, eating, housing tubs of ice cream and Snickers bars and a hundred cookies a day, you know, you're not going to be focused. You're going to be stressed, right? It's, it's yeah. putting stress on your body, like mm-hmm. your physical body on top. Like if you're overweight and you're not exercising, like there's so many benefits to exercising, including focus and clarity and, and quality of sleep and just quality of life and decrease stress when you exercise, yeah. right? So there's literally no downside. There's no downside. No to downside to exercising or eating healthy. Yeah. And, and exercising. And that is, is really important to keep mm. those health habits up because you want to set yourself up for success. Right. So you don't want to be, you know, doing all these things and then destroying them with these other actions. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to lift yourself up in all areas. Right. Right. And you just, you like one simple, simple simple way that you can do this is just becoming more aware of how things make you feel, how food makes you feel. And like, I remember like becoming aware of this for the first time and then telling Kayleen about it for the first time. Like when I, I first became aware that like when I ate a ton of food, my focus and my clarity like vanished. And then as I like kind of like digested and processed the food, I could feel, I could feel my clarity Mm -hmm. and my focus return. And then I'm like, like, is this just me? And I told Kayleen about it. She's like, wow, no, like you can literally feel after a huge meal, like that tiredness going away, that like your focus coming back and everything. It's like, it's just about being aware. And then you're like, okay, like I shouldn't eat that much food. Like Thanksgiving, right? If I want to be right? focused and I want to be here in my life, if I want to be living my life, eat less. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's a perfect example. Everybody just falls asleep in the lazy boy. Right. (laughs) And that's why is because, is because you, you stuff your face. Right. Yeah. And like, we're guilty of it. Like we're not perfect people. And then you fall asleep right? you knock out and then you get up and do it again. Right. And then you feel better once you get up and you're like, okay, like uh, I'm starting to get hungry again. It feels Mm -hmm. good to be hungry. Yeah. Um, and to only eat to satiate that hunger. And Mm -hmm. so that's really important. Um, and that's awesome. And that kind of leads into the fourth thief of uh, progress, which is your environment doesn't support your goals, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're with people who keep a lot of ice cream in the house, that's going to be hard if you're trying not to eat ice cream and if you're trying to eat healthy. If you're um, in an environment where the news is always on, right? So maybe Mm -hmm. you work in an office and the news is always on, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. like, I feel so bad. I just, I never thought about this, but like receptionists at places or uh, the people at the counter, like at McDonald's, like, oh my gosh, the TVs are always on and they're always negative, yeah. bad news. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're in a place like that, your environment isn't supporting your your health and mm-hmm. it's not supporting your goals. Or if you're with people who tell you, no, you can't take 20 minutes to yourself. You need to make me breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. That's not supporting your goals. Yeah. Or you're, if you're, if you're with people or surrounded by people who are telling you that you can't recover from PTSD, yes. that you have to accept that you have to live like this forever, like dude, you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to make any progress. No matter who it is. And we always talk about this and we don't, obviously we don't dismiss medicine. We don't dismiss education, but no matter who is telling you, whether they're in a lab coat or a suit and tie, if they're telling you that it's not possible to heal your PTSD, get out, get away because that's dangerous. That's the most dangerous thing of all. That is dangerous. It's this environment of people like, and then that builds the belief in your mind where everything starts that you can't do this. Right. And, and like the reality is that you can't. And then you just feel hopeless. And then you go, then that's how you spiral down. Right. If you're like, Oh, I want to, I want to live a life without PTSD, but all these people are telling me that I can't do it in my environment. 
which I put myself in, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Which, which I have control total of. control over. Mm-hmm. You're not going to recover, period. Because if you believe that, if you buy into that, what they're selling you, like you're not going to recover. Because the truth is you can. Right. You yeah. can heal. It seems impossible. It does. It's hard. It's hard. Super, super <laughs> hard. And we say that all the time. It's like we know. Like we always talk about how like, because like it's easy to get displaced um, from where we were to where we are mm-hmm. now because we're like every day we're like, we're, we're normal, we're happy, you know, we're making jokes, we're here, we're smiling, but like, so it's easy to get displaced from where we came from, but we know how hard it was. We like, it was awful. It was Oh really my hard. gosh. We've been, we were tested more than I would ever want to be tested in my life, <laughs> but, um, we did it and you can do it. And like, if people are telling you that you can't, that's the biggest thing that you need to change. And then like Kayleen was saying, negativity, negativity is everywhere. And that, that does the same thing. It just pulls you right down. It's like, I've never seen a happy negative person. People try to like sell me on, like, it's okay to be negative. It's like, I'm not saying like reality isn't reality. Yes. Bad things happen. Yes. Good things happen. But I'd I'd rather focus on the good things than the bad Mm -hmm. things. And like, I've never seen a happy negative person. I've never seen a happy person who's focused on all the bad things that's happening in their life when equal amount of, of good things are happening in their life too. Or more. Or more good things. And I think that's important to realize that, you know, that control that we have, right? I think that's a really important thing to say to people, right? Because even if you're in an office, right? Let's say you're a receptionist or whatever, and the TVs are on, right? And the news is always on. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in control of that situation. Right. You know, go around to everyone, either change the channel. If you can just change the channel, then just change the channel or shut it off. Right. right? Or put it on mute, but shut it off. Right. Um, or you can ask people around you like, hey, I, you know, I don't, I don't enjoy watching the news. It doesn't make me feel good. I'd like to put the music choice channel on. Let's listen to some smooth jazz. Right. Um, and every, everyone's going to support that. Okay. Everyone's going to support that. And if they have an issue with it, find a solution, right? No, I really want to watch the news. Well, you know, would you mind pulling the news up on your computer? So I don't have to listen to the negativity. Yeah. Like, great. Okay. Solution found. Solution. Right. Okay. Everyone has like, there's always a way to make something happen. Yeah. At every moment, at every juncture, if -hmm. someone's eating ice cream in your house, find a solution. Hey, can you not buy so much ice cream? This is what I'm trying to do. Sell them on it. Right? Let's make some banana let's, ice cream. Let's make some banana ice cream. Out of frozen bananas. We have to tell you this now. Okay, so <laughs> if you have a banana, peel the banana, cut it up in little chunks, freeze it in a container, take it out, blend it, keep blending it. All of a sudden, it'll turn into ice cream. I'm not even kidding you. It turns super into good. ice cream. It's super good. And yeah, it's yeah. Let them get a little ripe before you cut it. Make it a little sweeter. A little sweet. Super good. Put a little Especially vanilla in there. Especially if you're an ice there. cream. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an ice cream And all you have to do is blend the was. bananas. You don't even need to put milk or, or we put water. Maybe a little, little bit of milk. It, it, a little bit of milk helps. Get into the food channel now. To, um, to, to blend <laughs> it because it is a little bit of a pain to blend it. Yeah. Anyway. See, we look at every aspect there of life. There are from solutions everywhere. to everything and you're in control of absolutely yeah. everything. Because if you're like, if you just complain about the TV in the office, like nothing's going to get better. You're actually getting negative because you're complaining. So take the control. Um, what's that word? Take the initiative and go make a change in your own environment because you can. You have all the control in your life. Even if it doesn't feel like it, you're just not allowing yourself to have that control. Even, um, what's his name? I have his other book here. Uh, Victor Frankl, in the Holocaust, in the Holocaust, in Auschwitz, probably said that wrong. Um, he's like, 
you can like you can take everything from a man, but his thoughts, but it, like controlling his mind. And he like he's like even in that situation, you can control something. You can your still thoughts. control your mind and your thoughts, and your thought process, and your mood, and your attitude. And it's like if if you like if you can't take that lesson, like I don't know, man. Like if if, if he's then not you a like, good person to take advice from, then I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> If you're like I can't I, I don't I don't have control over this TV in my office. But Come he has control on, over his thoughts while he's in the Holocaust. So it's just like well, now you know at least it's possible to have control over this TV, that's right. right? So Or your thoughts about the TV, right? Or your okay, thoughts so, about the TV. So that's yes. important. Yes. And so those are the four thieves to progress. So I'll yeah. I'll read them once more and then I'll read them at the end. Inability to say no, fear of chaos, poor health habits, and environment doesn't support your goals. Mm. And that kind of leads us to our third point, right, which is the focusing question. So what is the focusing question? So throughout the book, Gary Keller talks about the focusing question, right? What is the one thing? What is the one thing? And basically that's the question. So I have the question written and I'm going to read it. So what's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? So I'm going to read it again. What's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? So what is the thing that you can do? What is it? What's what can that you do? What's one that one thing, thing for you? What are your issues, right? Let's break it down. Relationships, uh, probably career, right? Finances. Yeah, can't get a job. Relationships with kids, romantic relationships, yeah. maybe like intimate relationships, intimacy, yeah. trust, what do those all, all boil down to, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, and this is actually something I talk about in the training that I'm running, everything links back to you, right? Everything links back to you. And what is going on with you, right? PTSD, right? That is what the core is. So what's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? So what's the one thing I can do to heal my relationships, my finances, my career, my um, relationship with my kids, my relationship with my dog, my intimate relationships, my trust, my anxiety, my depression? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is that one thing? Heal your PTSD. If you do that, your relationships will get better, your career will get better, your trust will get better, your anxiety will go away, your depression will go away, your relationship with your kids is going to, your relationship with yourself, your self-confidence, your self-esteem, everything topples, right? He talks about dominoes in this book. He talks about a domino can knock over a domino that's twice its size, And then that domino can knock over a domino that's twice his size. So if you knock over your PTSD domino, everything else is going to fall into place, right? Again, your relationships, your health, your environment, your people, your pets, your career, your self-esteem, everything gets knocked down when you get rid of that PTSD or that CPTSD. Yeah. And let's just talk about us for a second. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, like how was your <laughs> this is this how was your life improved when you heal PTSD? What were your problems before and how are they fixed afterwards? Okay. So let's let, let's talk about our relationship first. Yeah. So where were we when you had PTSD and where are we now? Okay, so um uh when we were still struggling the way we were struggling, it was it was anxiety constantly between us as individuals and as a team. Mm-hmm. 
It was constant yelling and fights and miscommunication. It was stress. It was it was really painful. Screaming matches. It was screaming matches. Honestly, it was throwing stuff, breaking stuff, breaking frustration, anger, um, just. Storming out of the house. Yes. Driving around like crazy. Dangerous. Very dangerous stuff. Dangerous. Stupid. Really stupid stuff. Really stupid stuff. Me smashing the stereo in my car. Drinking. Um, No drugs involved for us, but. um, And that was PTSD. Right. That was PTSD. Overeating went like depression. Overeating. Right. Exactly. That anxiety. Everything. Spiraling like together. Like we would go to Aldi, a local supermarket, and freaking just buy all this crap, eat it all at night, feel like crap. Wake up, maybe have another argument, another fight that would spiral us down. Anger. Get mad. Maybe I would run away for a week. Right. Wouldn't tell her, you know, causes so much stress, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, that's where we were with PTSD. Binging Netflix. Right. We weren't, we weren't able to, to really be with each other really. And we weren't able to feel calm with each other or be intimate with each other or just even be around each other. We couldn't even like exist together. And why was that? Um, that was because of PTSD, right? We Literally. had this love. The, the reason that we kept going through this, right? Because mm. you're like, okay, well, maybe you just don't work together. And yeah. that's not it, right? We had this love for each other, which is what caused all of this, right? We love each other so much. You're my person. I'm your yeah. person. Like, and that's why we keep going through this together because, because of that love, because we keep attracting to each other right. and going through all this, right? But then once that piece changed, once I took the time, right, I, I, focused on my one thing which was to heal my cptsd right then everything was amazing yeah right? she focused on her ptsd i focused on my ptsd we gave it our undivided, undivided attention because before that it was it was very divided we weren't spending we weren't taking the time to 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 focus on ourselves at all we weren't looking for answers we weren't like we weren't actively looking we were coping therefore we were coping with it not even really yeah, coping by putting our fists through walls. Like <laughs> what the heck is that? Yeah. And then we, we started to give our undivided focused attention to healing, to making progress. And it was slow on that one thing but on that one thing. So I focused on mine. He focused on his and our relationship got better. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like she naturally. focused on her one thing. I focused on my one thing which was getting the mind right, getting the mindset right, getting mm-hmm. the mental health mental right. Health. Because everything starts in the mind, right? Um, and everything got better. And it didn't happen overnight. No. Nope. But we stayed focused on it over time. And we made time every single day. You know, there were days where we like, we, we skipped and stuff. Obviously, I'm not saying mm-hmm. we're perfect by a long shot. Um, but we focused on it and we tried to stay focused on it and do something every single day. To get us better. And then we got to a point where we were able to recover. We learned all these things. We went through all these hardships. We screwed mm. up so many times. Mm-hmm. And it took it took way longer than it should have. But <laughs> um, way, way longer. Which is a really sad, unfortunate thing. But that's why we're doing these things. So you can learn from us and our mistakes. So you don't have to go through all that. Yeah. And you can avoid everything that we screwed up on. Um, to a point where we got to a point where we are completely healed. We're happy. We're smiling. We're here. We show up every day to work six days a week. We work six days a week, 12 hours a day. It's like, it's ridiculous. We spend that seventh day together. Where I couldn't even imagine working one hour a day. I couldn't even imagine. I was like, that was, that was so painful. One hour a day, one, like one day a week. 
You know, like that to stressful. me was like, oh, I can't even do that. Yeah, because you couldn't even because you couldn't focus on it. Because right? I couldn't focus. Because you weren't focused. Because on my your mind wasn't thing. right. My mental health wasn't right, and I didn't focus on it. But and we got to a point where we're happy. And we we spend those six days a week, right? Like working on something we're passionate about. Yeah. Working on stuff like this, so we can give. So you don't have to go through the pain that we went through, right? That's our right, ultimate goal. Right. And we spend that seventh day growing our relationship together, right? And being with each other, yeah. which is like, a, to be honest with you, a point that we weren't sure that we would be able to get back to, um, right. to to be with each other, to be calm with each other, to have fun with each other, to relax with each other, to be yeah. intimate with each other was a big deal to get back to that point. Right, um, right. But, but th- it's really important for one, for you all to know that it's possible. And for two, to know that, Everything changed when we focused on our one thing, which was our, our PTSD recovery. Yeah, yeah. And that is so important. Your career is going to change right now. We can work like we couldn't even show up to work. We no. couldn't do it. Um, so your career is going to change. Your family is going to change. Your relationship with yourself is going to change. Brad talked about that last week uh, maybe even yesterday. Um, the thoughts in his head, right? The thoughts in my head are completely mm-hmm. changed to a point where you used to be spiraling and beating yourself up and same here. And like, ah, like all these negative thoughts of, I hate myself and I'm the worst. I don't deserve this, this, that, and the other thing. Um, to a point where it's like, slow down, dude. Like you're just having a bad day. You got this right. And you can right. just pick yourself back up like instantly. Almost, it's so yeah, cool. Um, so everything gets better when you take that time to focus on yourself, to focus on your healing, to focus on your journey and to focus on your one thing, which is healing your PTSD. All those things that you hate right now about your life will be solved with PTSD. And here's what, here's what's going with people through people's minds. Like, yeah, okay. Like I get it. Like I need to heal my PTSD, but I have no idea how to do it. I don't even know that, um, that it's possible. So I'm going to share a quote with you. From the one thing. From the one thing that, like, it was our favorite quote from the book that mm-hmm. we think will really help you. Um, our favorite quote that we think will help you the most um, for, from where you are right now. And I'll read it right now. Here it is. Um, when you see mastery as a path you go down instead of a destination you arrive at, it starts to feel accessible and attainable. I'll read it one more time and see how it applies to, to PTSD and recovery. When you see mastery as a path you go down, Instead of a destination you arrive at, it starts to feel accessible and attainable. So that is such a powerful quote for a lot of reasons, right? Gary Keller didn't write this book with PTSD in mind, right? When we asked for this book, he was probably like, what? Like, what? Like, okay. Like, all right. Yes. <laughs> but I'm not quite sure, right? But, yeah. we, but we knew about the book and we yeah. knew how important that this focus was. But he does talk about focus in all areas, focus on your relationship, right? right but right. that quote right there, when you see mastery as a path you go down instead of a destination you arrive at, it starts to feel accessible and attainable, right? So it's not like one day I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm here, right? Just it happened. I'm yeah. recovered. <laughs> our relationship's great. Let's get married, right? It was like, it was like, okay. I see this, I see this path and it's going to be really hard, but there's the path. And now I have to travel that path. Right. right? And this is a journey that you go on. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes consistency and effort. I have to put my feet on that path. I have to take Mm -hmm. every single step on that path, but I can see it. I can see the light at the end. Right. So I can see what I want. I can see that goal. I can see that visualization. So when you see mastery as a path, you go down instead of a destination you arrive at, it starts to feel accessible and attainable. So every single step is what led us to where we're here today. And we're still on this journey, right? This yeah, journey of stop. getting better, it never, ever ends. Yeah. So it's not like 
It's not like we're like we're here and then now we put our hands up, Yay. right? We continue to work every single day at our relationship ourselves because we want to get better. Yeah. And it's that's it's that's such a powerful quote. It is. When you know that PTSD recovery is a path that you go down and not just somewhere you arrive. Doesn't mm-hmm. that make it a, a heck of a lot easier? Yeah. Because for me, like going through, it was like, okay, like when am I going to get there? When am I going to get there? Mm-hmm. Like I just want this to be done, like over. <laughs> right. And then once Constantly it was like, and and I talk about this, I talk about this too in the training. Like, okay, this is a journey, right? You need to take one step at a time, and mm-hmm. and you're going to grow with every single step. So and that's what made it feel accessible and attainable. So really yeah. important quote. Yeah, super important. And again, you might be thinking like okay like the path but i don't know where the path is like for us is like you're like standing at at a crossroads of like a hundred different paths i think there's like over 200 types of therapies Mm -hmm. and stuff and then it's like okay like i'm looking at like 200 paths here where do i go what do i do and that's like the biggest problem with the industry today and one of the biggest things that's our i think that's the that is the biggest problem and Mm -hmm. that's the biggest problem that we're trying to solve is that all the information out there is either too complex, inaccessible, or it's not clear, right? Like it's not clear. Right. Like there's no path. Like right. I don't know where to go. Like, and um, that's everything that we're trying to do, and that's everything that Kayleen does in her program. So if you want to learn how to, um, how she was able to make that full transition, how we were both able to make that full transition, she's running a free training on that, absolutely free, going through literally everything in her story, mm-hmm. and it's really ridiculous so if like you feel like you're just like like confused like what's the next step where do i go confused or lost like how we felt basically throughout the whole thing because like there's Mm -hmm. always going to be 200 paths right if you're going at this alone you know like there's always going to be 200 paths and you have to go down each one to find out if it's right you're gonna it's gonna be a dead end or it's gonna like it's gonna lead you (laughs) it's gonna turn you back around yeah 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 um but definitely check that out there's gonna be a link either below in the description somewhere for that and the link is overcomingptsd.info slash go. That's overcomingptsd.info slash go. Um, definitely, if you're having trouble with that, check it out. Absolutely free. Like we said, you got to focus. You got to spend that time on yourself, on your mental health. And this is just one simple step that you can do. You're doing one thing right now by showing up to these, which is awesome. Keep showing up to these. Yeah. And subscribe to these. Yes, subscribe. Right? If you're on YouTube, hit the notification bell. I love that you're my biggest fan. Um, I am your biggest fan. I've know, always been your biggest fan. I know that. Yeah. I don't know why I just deserve that. No, you just always deserve I it. I am. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> I just love you, dude. <laughs> um, uh, it, it's just funny to hear you just like, Oh, tell you, you're tell, so excited about oh my it. Gosh. And I, well, I love that. That's honestly, we're, we're such a great Well, it's team. incredible. Cause it's like, you <clears throat> like we spent years, mm-hmm. years of our lives yep. in pain, trying to figure out what, pa- like going down all these different paths. And then figuring out that like, this isn't the right thing. Mm-hmm. And it, a lot of them hurt us, hurt us bad, more. Hurt even us just bad. like, even if you just pick the wrong path and you go down for a while, it's like, even if you don't make a lot of progress, it's like, you're missing the opportunity of, of going <laughs> like down full this recovery. other path. Right. Um, so that's, that's why I get excited because like, it's like the things that like, you know, and that you've gone through are just like insane. Just so like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's hard to put into words actually, but well, I, cause I like, I wish, I wish you were there 
when we got started. I know. I know. Because then, know. like, we would have gotten, like, two years back in our relationship and just whatever. But it's in the past. <laughs> it's over. I'm over it. I'm accepting it. But and he like, wants to help as many people. I mean, like, you that don't was have to so do that. You don't have to waste those years. That those we, years. We, we don't want anyone. We would never, ever wish that upon anyone ever, 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 ever. ever. Nobody deserves that. So no. that's important. Oh my so subscribe. Keep showing up. Let us know. Um, let us know your thoughts. You know, like, share, comment, yeah, yeah. do your thing. Um, let us know what you want to hear about. Next week on PTSD Book Club, which is Tuesday, we're going to be reviewing this book by Dr. David Griffin. So this is his book from PTSD to PTG. So that's going to be an awesome review mm-hmm. um, next week. Um, so Monday is Monday Motivation. Tuesday is PTSD Book Club where we review books like this. Wednesday is PTSD Workshop. Thursday is PTSD and Relationships, which is one of my personal favorites. <laughs> and Friday is a Q&A. So we always yep. do Q&As and we answer a few questions, just that questions that we kind of get over and over again. So if you have questions, let us know. Reach out. We've got your back. We believe in you. Register for the training. It's awesome. And I'm not sure, actually, that I have anything else. That's it for me. I, All I, right. Get, get Gary's book. Gary's book is awesome. We'll put a link to get Gary's book in the description. It's awesome. It's it's really killer. It's He also awesome. has an audio version, which is great to listen to. Yeah. Also, and he does an amazing like this, job on the inside. Oh, yeah. That's right. It, but, like, um, just the colors. He, like, underlines everything for you. There's, like, charts and charts there's, like, and graphs. This is so – this is so a book it's that – It's, like, great for visual. It's so engaging. Right. He like, he has like drawings, right? Yeah. Um, so, so engaging. So for those of you who are more kinesthetic, more visual learners, this is the way to go. And for the auditory people, he's got an audio version. Um, so so we'll put a link below. That's awesome. And once we get your PTSD figured out, this is gonna, your life is going to take off. Right. So this is important for this. Yeah. This is start a business. You want to have an amazing relationship. You want to have whatever it is amazing book focus focus is the key is the key so i think last thing we finally i think got the audio and and visual figured out so we've been working out the kinks all week um i finally freed up the storage on my macbook thank (laughs) thank you apple thank you apple thank you apple for the 10 years of struggle with that (laughs) uh in the other category (laughs) so i think that's all we have for today we love you we believe in you it's possible keep showing up got your back uh we want to help you and um We will see you. You can do it. Tomorrow. 100,000%. Adios. Bye-bye.